0: New episode of the Ebb and Flow coming at you hot. I'm talking with my brother Gus about the phenomenon of online dating, particularly ghosting. This thing that happens when we meet people through a medium like the internet or like a dating app and the ease by which we are able to completely disconnect from a conversation that is seemingly going somewhere. Nobody likes it. It's disconcerting. It feels abrupt. It feels disingenuous, rude, whatever you wanna call it. Nobody likes to be ghosted. Ghosting on the ebb and flow this week. Maybe you can relate, maybe you can't. I think you'll enjoy this conversation either way. This week's episode brought to you by our friends and family over at Quicksilver Scientific. These are the absolute best products on the market when it comes to liposomal delivery of adaptogens like ginseng, ashwagandha, astragalus, great for cognitive function, great for immune system support, everything you could possibly need to optimize your well-being. They've got it. Two of my favorites, NanoFuel great for the brain, and also Membrane be, membrane Mend for the cellular support, cellular repair. And then finally, our friends at Onda, Onda Wellness. Check them out, OndaWellness.com. Got some of the best CBD products on the planet. It's all sourced from regenerative farmed hemp combined with things like ashwagandha and tulsi, lemon balm, my favorite tincture is Adios Anxiety. Use code EbenB to get yourself a nice discount there at ontowellness.com. Lots of love, guys. Enjoy this episode. I got to get to these burgers. Peace. You have unlocked the eternal link to internal source, the key of imagination. is the ebb and flow. Gus, great Beautiful. to have you back on it's, the flow. It's bro. good to be
1: here. It's the ebb and flow. How you doing?
0: Good, how are you?
1: I'm good. It's a Se- good shirt. Season two. This is one of our shirts, dude. Yeah, I know, dude. It's the nobody, a good one. Nobody cares. Shirt.
0: Nobody for president. Nobody for president. Instagram made that post, huh?
1: Yeah, wasn't that interesting? I posted this shirt strange and they took world. it
0: down. What a fucking. Like, what? Isn't that weird? How strange. Yeah. Anyway, great to be here with you. But
1: it is available on Higher Power Workshop.
0: HigherPowerWorkshop.com. It's. Uh, Nobody for president, team. Going to be a timely shirt oh yeah starting to percolate although I am all in Bobby Kennedy yeah me too 2024 me too Bobby
1: Ken well I will I won't take credit for this shirt it actually came from uh, Ram Ramdas talks about it that clown the famous clown Wavy Gravy oh yeah he came up with this No, um, uh, nobody for president and then his slogan was nobody cares yeah. which it says on the back
0: I love that
1: it's kind of fun <laughs> so what are we here to talk about dude our book which one uh dating in the digital age
0: yeah dude well this is a really interesting topic that you have depths of experience about yeah i don't know why (laughs) it's weird i skim the surface right and Especially over the last year, interesting. I had a really interesting experience with online dating mm-hmm. yeah, and uh I mean, I'd love for you this has been because this is a recurring theme in a lot of your work it it is it seems like and it feels like from how to kill a white man mm-hmm. to generation ass mm-hmm. really everything. Coney island whitefish Coney Island whitefish. Uh and your new book coming out. Yeah. Yeah. What's your new book called? What's the other one I have?
1: What is the other one I have out? I maybe I don't know. Cam Girl or Oh, Cam Girl. That's a that's a dating app story. Uh huh. Um
0: well uh, it's well, part of the through line. It's sort of this thread in the contemporary adult life. Well, is dealing with or navigating this thing of meeting people, connecting connecting with people, meeting people, dating through apps, right? And it doesn't seem like any age group is immune to. You know, when
1: we when we screened How to Kill a White Man, uh, I said after the screening, I said you know, or whatever. I've thought this film is kind of for more millennials generation X. I don't even know what they're called anymore. Basically not really for baby boomer type and then beyond. Uh But I had this woman came up to me after, and she was like, I think she was in her late sixties, potentially early seventies and was like, I related to this so much. So this isn't, this is something that everybody's doing now. We're all participating in this. Interesting. You know? So what I find particularly interesting and compelling about writing these stories is that, you know, Instagram, social media, we can't deny that this is a new community. This is the new kind of digital community. Mm. So, so what I'm concerned with, particularly in this book, which is called Thank You for Ghosting Me, Dating in the Digital Age which is going to be short stories, which you're writing the foreword to. Yeah. Uh, something that I feel like we need to address is when we're participating in this, we can't really pretend anymore that this realm is over there and real life is over here. This mm. is a realm that we're in and we need to uh-huh. uphold spiritual integrity in this realm as well as the real world now. So when you ghost somebody, are you, are you participating in a healthy spiritual right. life? Yeah. We can't really, you know what I mean? Like, so I think it's something, and I'm not the poster boy of uh dating app health, you know, optimal health in a way. I'm certainly better. I've certain in terms of ghosting people, I've certainly done it. I think we all have, um, But there's so many different elements of it that I think need to be talked about more because it's how people are communicating these days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think what I love about your perspective on it is always coming from the point of view of someone who is struggling with it and genuinely interested in understanding or figuring out how do we navigate this from a place of mental and emotional and spiritual well-being yeah you know and not let it just become this black hole vortex of meaningless sexual connection or the ghosting or you know these types of things you know
1: yeah and and this and this uh machine that seems that can very easily cultivate resentment which we uh. which we need less of we don't want to be walking around with more resentment than we already may have and i think it i think something that's challenging with the dating apps is that you meet so many people although that could be disputed cuz some people don't meet people on the dating apps where You know, you can, you, it's hard to tell. It's just a breeding ground to practice telling the truth and allowing the other person to have their
0: feelings. Like, because why are you ghosting somebody, first of all? I think it's because. What can we, can we define what does ghosting mean? Like, when is it you just stopped responding to somebody and when is it you ghosted them?
1: So, well, I think this is when the, semantics if you will of ghosting becomes interesting is that you know i've heard people say um well first of all there's that saying rejection is god's protection yeah so from the person that's, that's interesting from the person that's being ghosted potentially it's great god just saved you from that potentially horrible relationship or something that you didn't need to waste your time on right um you know But then I think it's a it's a feeling thing. It's a feeling thing, which potentially one person could be feeling something and the other person could be feeling nothing. Like if I make a connection with somebody and we set up a date and then I just suddenly
0: don't hear from you,
1: I'm I'm gonna Uh, feel
0: a certain way. That's very hurtful. Uh huh. You know, you So ghosting is a connection has been established. Right. There's been some ground that's been set underneath the feet of the relationship. I believe Yes. And then you just drop off the face of the earth. Yes. And
1: somebody could say, which I've posited, and, you know, do I owe you anything? You know, in terms of ghosting somebody? Uh-huh. Like, I've never even
0: met you. And uh-huh. I've never <laughs> even met you. Do so I- this is a thing of you've actually said hey we're going to go on a date this day this time at this place you show up and nothing
1: uh, you don't even show up this is they stop responding that's like that's a whole other level that you Has usually that don't even get to no no okay. that would be like being stood up
0: yeah that would be in, that would be pretty hurtful yeah. as well i, I feel like
1: on the apps or on the phones you end up stopping talking or you meet you have one day you say hey how you doing and then they never respond. So I think it's what you're saying there's a ground that you can feel has been established and then one of the other persons breaks the connection without tying up the loop. Right. So you've now created now you have this karmic thread that's loose. It's just like waving
0: in the wind.
1: Yeah, and you're just going and you you know you may never hear from them again so you have to just sit with it. You know, and then, you know, I've had the experience where, you know, like back to this thing. Do I owe you anything or do you owe me anything? You know, if you ghost me, do I really have the right to say to you, hey, that was hurtful? Like, I think if we're trying to uphold some sort of
0: spiritual integrity, we should be able to say that. Thousand percent. If this is, let me tell you my experience Mm -hmm. with online dating. Yeah. So I was about eight or nine months post divorce. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what the hell? I'm going to try this online dating thing. I get on Bumble, mm-hmm. right? Get on Bumble. And immediately, all the things that you've talked about start to <laughs> occur to me. Yeah. There's like limitless options. Mm hmm you're attempting to see if there's a connection based on one to three pictures Mm -hmm. and then like super surface level information about likes and dislikes. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And so, You also, you gave me the the pro tip, go incognito, Mm -hmm. so that they can't see your profile unless you've swiped right on them. Oh, right. (laughs) Because I had, like, fucking a thousand, you know, people who had, you know, like, swiped right on me. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, holy
1: shit. Which isn't a bad problem to have. No, no. I I mean, hey, I will say it. Wait, let me say one thing. There's this new therapist who's on Instagram. I've seen him recently. I think this is really important to say so we're not like going over. Because there's a lot of people that get no matches. And he was saying this has become a really dangerous, terrible problem, particularly for men. He said there's a big 90% of men on the dating apps get no matches. And then there's a small sliver of men who get all the matches for whatever reason. They know how to take photos. They know what to say. They,
0: you know, their profiles enticing. They've created an enticing profile. Right. Right. So, and I'm not saying that was, it was just for me and my purposes. Like I want to meet somebody and connect with somebody like that's what I'm doing on there. Yeah. Not even necessarily like I'm thinking I need to meet my wife, but like it would be nice to just meet uh, a female who I could connect with intellectually, like have a great conversation with over coffee. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that was a bad thing at all. I want to clarify. It was overwhelming for me and my purposes of just looking to connect with somebody new. Yeah. You know, and that's interesting Mm-hmm. And I believe that's probably true. Mm-hmm. So, I connected, I went on three Bumble dates, okay? And each one, I'm going to say this in a way, all of these girls were women. All these women were beautiful, sweet, kind Very interesting. Very intelligent. And what I recognized in myself, the moment I saw them walk in the door of the place was, Mm. (laughs) oh, I would have never asked this person on a date had I been in the same room with them. Mm. You know, like, had I known them in some other capacity outside of this online dating, like, say I ran into them at work or, you know, I was in a yoga class with them or whatever it was like, not one of them I would have asked on a date. And it was like, oh, it was really interesting to see. Like there's something deeper than looks, than, you know, anything that could be articulated on a screen, on a profile. There's something much deeper about the energy Of like how a person walks, how they carry themselves, how they stand, the look in their eyes, how they dress, like the pheromones, the pheromones, like the unseen stuff, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the tangible and intangible elements Mm -hmm. of attraction. Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, that's so interesting. All three of them. I felt that way. And then I will say I went on to have like three awesome coffee dates with three women who were super interesting super cool super fun who afterwards i haven't actually stayed in touch with any of them but afterwards i i would say like those are women that i would be friends with not romantically and i'm sure to some extent and and maybe all the way through they would say the same about me like oh i never would have approached that big burly like you know, intense energy, big guy, you know? There's something really So, So just to round that out, like that was a really interesting experience for me. And it made me realize, because initially you get on there, you're a single guy and you go, whoa, dude, this is like the cornucopia. (laughs) You know, this is like what you dreamed about. You know, all these women and all these different, looks and likes and ideas and people and it's like it's so exciting and interesting Mm -hmm. and then very quickly you realize like how actually fucking narrow yeah the pool of like someone you would actually end up being romantically involved with is yeah yeah so that's really my experience yeah. with online dating in a nutshell. I would love to know, which we will probably
1: not know until maybe 10 years, 20 years from now, how many people met on dating apps and end up getting actually like married and staying in long-term relationships. There's something really fascinating in terms of what you're saying that I've thought about in this primal element, this pheromonal element, this also God element to me. That that we seem to be breaking or disturbing when we meet people on the dating apps. Yeah. I've gone on more dating apps than a person should probably uh more dating app dates than a person should probably ever admit to. (laughs) And none I don't none of them I'm with.
0: Yeah. There's something I think. How many are you still in contact with? Just curious. As like friends or very I don't know. Very few? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. There's something god godly about meeting somebody not in, in meeting somebody in person
0: there's yeah. something
1: organic yeah. that dude i've met people on the on the on the apps where i'm like wow you're like extraordinarily <laughs> beautiful but like i think we might have skipped a step that if you don't do that step you can't get into the relationship yeah i think there might be some relationship molecule in your spirit that needs to meet the person in person i think there could be something there otherwise the love definitely bro otherwise because maybe love is born out of that pheromonal first thing that you see there's so much you can't surpass that step and something i've been battling with I feel like with being on the dating apps because let's face it, it 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 can be hard in this world to meet people out I think or it can expedite it, it being seems on like it it yeah. seems like it I don't know where so,
0: you really meet people to me it's like well any girl that I would want to be in uh to date would probably I'd probably meet her in like a yoga class right. or like well but something I've
1: tried to surrender to is okay well maybe this is the new place where this is how we meet people organically. Like, can there be like a deus ex machina, which means God in the machine? Like, can God live in this thing? But I don't know if that's true.
0: It seems like to me, that was so clear, dude. I was one after the other. I was truly like, wow, there's zero attraction. Mm hmm there's zero gravity but what's there's funny, zero magnetism what's funny here. is that you
1: may have had that attraction if you actually saw them in maybe in pre in person maybe prior to the app maybe there's something primal hunter gatherer esque about a man even though if it's in contemporary places you're in a grocery store and you see something across the aisle and something turns on That doesn't turn on on the app Uh to where you, that sort of mission, that sort of soul or primal mission where you have to go approach them. There's something that seems to be really important about that step in the dating process that when you're doing it digitally doesn't happen, which may be why all of this ghosting happens.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So the ghosting, are you are you making an argument that are you making an argument that the ghosting is the result of that lack of attraction, that lack of true attraction? Cuz to me like that's the word. You know, it's like when you're attracted to somebody, you feel that in your body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your heart rate. Yeah amps up you get really excited like you're stoked on life well you know when you feel that attraction to a person and there's there's like a little element of it but it's a facade really yeah. through the app right right because you go ooh, they look sexy in a bikini or <laughs> they look really stylish at that cocktail party or yeah. you know whatever it is and oh they like Oh, they like fucking uh, Ozzy Osbourne and Van Halen, too. And they like eating, you know, they're on a keto diet or whatever it is, you know?
1: Well, every one of my relationships, actually, just looking back, I met them in person.
0: Every real relationship?
1: Every every long-term relationship, I met them in person. Well, me
0: too. And I
1: recently met somebody that I feel like the love molecule was unlocked, and I met them in person
0: love that bro but i just don't think you can do it on the apps well you know i mean one of the first ones of this before tinder was even a thing which another thing i want to ask you about is like how much of this is just like a fucking easy way to get a booty call you know mm-hmm. like how many people are just which to me it's just couldn't it just doesn't work for me yeah. like To just meet somebody you have no idea who they are and then have sex with them and like fucking, you know, exchange that, uh, you know, (sighs) that information, that saliva, that DNA, like to put yourself as a man to put myself inside of somebody who like, I have no idea who they are, where they come from and like, no, nothing else but that it's impossible for me at this stage and how yeah. many people are doing that i agree yeah no it just is cuz it's like i don't that's not well of course interest i don't know that's not interesting it's not like well you're conscious you're not living from yeah and out it's like your... that takes more than it gives right. you know for that you know moment of orgasm explosion of bliss like you know you there's this thing of like when you have sex with somebody you you are mingling their dna is mingling with yours for seven years yeah did you know that that's incredible like it's like enmeshed in your dna
1: that's fucking awful
0: yeah well before before tinder and before all this shit like exploded yeah so think about that dude yeah same thing about the people that you know you're thinking you're just gonna like have sex with this person it's like you're gonna be carrying their shit around for seven years think about a porn star Oh, bro. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's like a podcast in and of itself. And maybe we'll get into that in this one. But, um. You know, I think. Wait, but there was, there were these online, like, matching apps. Like websites. Like like match.com. Or there was the one with the old guy. They would have commercials on TV. eHarmony. eHarmony, bro. Yeah. Well, I remember in college I did a fucking e harmony. I never sent it in because I don't think I like filled it out. But it was super in depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. But um, well, there
1: is a thing called hookup culture, which you hear about. Whatever. I don't even really know what that means.
0: Be- so that's just having sex with people. Like, yeah, I guess that. I, what, I guess yeah, that's what okay. that means. I mean, hey, dude. Whatever. I, like once again, I know nothing and do your thing and do your thing until you find God to you until you find yourself. And if that's part of the journey, go for it. Like, I'm not talking down on anything. Um, for me, it just seems like, you know, we're, we're way too laissez-faire about who we're mashing bodies with. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's just way too like uh, it doesn't like it doesn't matter and it lot totally of, matters a lot of people are i mean if you're living lower
1: down in your chakra system if you're living more in your desire system then you can do that and be less conscious of it i mean i think you still will feel like shit but you know the higher you get in your consciousness i don't think you can do it you can't do it i'm 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 extremely, I feel like I'm much slower to get physical with people now than I was years ago. And somebody could say, oh, well, you're getting older and wiser now. And, you know, if that's, if being older and wiser runs parallel with having a higher consciousness and a deeper sense of self, then I guess so. Although there's older people that sleep around, so I, I don't know if that's true. Um, hmm.
0: but you know it's interesting what there's older people who sleep right there I would assume so yeah I guess so of course probably just never really thought about it I don't know if age no I uh, think what you you started this thing off with was totally right like this is a ubiquitous thing yeah with people who are romantically active sexually active like you know in relationships with people yeah you know in romantic relationships um
1: it's funny how god has like in this day and age he's thrown us all the desires you know of course i think of like rome but like he's just thrown us all the things and he's like i'm gonna just expedite your guy's spiritual evolution yeah yeah because
0: so yeah why are you titling this project thank you for ghosting me uh because it's kind of funny
1: i mean it's kind of funny and ironic
0: is it because the ghosting allows for this opportunity of self-reflection and clarity in, like what am i doing here
1: well it's ironic in that I'm not happy you ghosted me, but it's also part of what you're saying. It's provided me with a spiritual opportunity. And the
0: rejection is protection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's part of it. These are stories. It's not like my, they're written as stories. It's not written as me writing Uh down like, you know, the scientists, the
0: scientific type shit. Of course. Um. Well, for me, it was a really, really powerful illumination of the vital elements of attraction that are non-existent through an app. Mm-hmm. That blew my. It blew. It was fun. It was revelatory. Right. For me, I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. because all three of them, all three of them, I was excited to go on the date. Yeah. You know, and I was like, oh, this is like a really cute girl Mm -hmm. that I'm excited to spend some time with. Yeah. And literally, like, within a moment, I was of, you know, being in their presence, I was like, oh, how interesting. Like, I never would have gone on a date with you. Yeah. Yeah. Had it not been for this thing. Right. Right. You know? And
1: well, I want to say the reason I'm writing this or that I felt compelled to write this and publish this is because, first of all, I'm a cultural commentator. Yeah, you're a cultural commentator. I think everybody that's an artist that is worthwhile ends up being a cultural commentator. But I, you know, we all have our own flavor of how we comment on culture. Um, so one of the things that I, because I'm seeking a relationship and I'm a younger person and this seems to be one of the arenas that a lot of younger people are playing in. So I feel like this is something that there needs to be shed light on and hopefully provide some more holi- holist- holisticity in the equation so we can potentially approach this in a healthier way. You know, when you're, when you ghost somebody, you're creating baggage for yourself and the other person. Uh And I think we need less baggage and we need to be able to feel like we can be more honest with each other. And that's hard because a lot of times the truth hurts. I think we probably ghost people because we don't want to hurt them. And we probably ghost people because we don't want them to be mad at us. Like if we say, Uh Hey, I just don't think you're right for me. What if they say, go fuck yourself? We don't want to hear that. Yeah. So I think, You know, and talking, we talk a lot about like this Sat Yuga thing, this age of truth. We're in an age where we need to cultivate the truth in all of these different realms. So this is one of the realms that I feel like is really prevalent and becoming more ubiquitous now that I think we should talk about.
0: Yeah, I love it, dude. I mean, I love that you shine a light on this. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really important. Like, you know... Even like how to kill a white man as a commentary on navigating life in the modern era, which includes social media, online dating, drugs, etc. It's like, what does that look like? A, what are the repercussions of that? What are the downfalls of that experience? And then, like, what are the solutions? Like how do we how do we make it work so that we're not all I mean fucking rolled up in a ball of self-resentment and mind chaos and shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Unable to function. Yeah. And potentially
1: this could help us Recognize like this conversation, too. Recognize like maybe the dating apps are not what we should be doing, you know, like because everybody needs a relationship and wants a relationship, unless you're some enlightened being. But that's that's one in nine billion, you know. So, you know, we need relationships, and particularly for men, I think there's a lot of men that you know this arena doesn't work for them. And I mean, dude. I'm somebody that I'm, I'm in the category, I would say of the men that gets the matches and it's not even working for me. So, you know, this is something that I feel like we need to look at and men are becoming less inclined to speak to people. You know, incels are not born. They're made involuntary celibates are not born. They're made. They're made by culture. You're not born an incel. You're made, you're made by your surroundings and this is one of the arenas that can create incels you know men that can't speak to women women that can't be approached i mean i was in the grocery store the other day i saw and i practice now saying hello to people in person cuz i'm like dude i'm not going only this like yes i can potentially find dates on here but i need to practice this this primal muscle i was in the grocery store i see this girl i'm in the cereal aisle she's walking up the aisle she's pretty And I can feel it. I can feel something. And I'm like, should I say she's pretty? Should I tell her she's pretty? I walk by. I walk back. I say, hey, you're pretty. She doesn't really hear me or something. And I go, hey, you're really pretty. And she goes, thanks. And then walks away. And I'm like, (laughs) darling. First of all, who am I? You don't need to indulge me in a conversation but it felt very much like she couldn't be there to hear that and witness that Uh this isn't all the time. Yeah. I went up to another woman outside Erewhon. I said, "Hey, you're you're really pretty. I I wanted to say hello." She's like, "Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that." <laughs> and I was like, "Do you have a boyfriend?" She was like, "Yeah, I have a boyfriend." We like shook hands and said our names, and I was like, "Oh, I just wanted to say hello." So like some some of the encounters are good. Uh-huh. You know, but we don't want to perpetuate these things. You know, of of and and lose our animal stuff, man. Yeah, we, we don't want to lose this stuff, dude. Well, it's the then life you get force. fucking hooked up on tubes. Before you know it, you're watching Oculus and your dick is hooked up to a tube. You don't want this shit. We've talked about this, man. You know, we're just writing a book about it now. So... <laughs> fucking oculus shit yeah, i fuck know dude you. it's insane go fuck yourself with fuck this all that shit. shit bro throw that shit in the trash throw it in the fucking garden. apple send man. me one so i can throw it in the trash
0: yeah fuck all of that fuck you no you're totally right man well it's our life force man that's all an expression right. of our life force right. like you saying that thing there's something bubbling yeah. inside yeah There's something bubbling inside and what an exercise of just like expressing it in some way. Maybe it looks like shit. Yeah. Maybe you fall flat on your face, but cultivating that muscle, building that muscle Mm -hmm. of like of expressing of exercising the percolation, the heat that's developing on the inside. Mm -hmm. That's a fucking big deal because That translates to so many things that you don't even realize. Mm. That translates to your operation in the world, like how you operate Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. And when you flex that muscle, you work that muscle Mm -hmm. of uncomfortably expressing that thing that's going on inside of you. Even like, I mean, like that, uh, dude, I mean, kudos to you, man. I don't know if I, I I don't know if I have that. (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, but I think that's a beautiful exercise of just like, hey, there's something happening in here when I'm, as I've been, as I've come into the presence of this being, let me just say something to them. Mm-hmm. Let me connect with them, mm-hmm. you know, and exercise that. Thing. Yeah.
1: And I think it's also a beautiful practice of goodwill. You know, like totally. that, that's, that was one of the dicey, slippery elements of the Me Too movement, which was powerful and important. But it created a lot of fear in men in approaching women, yeah. you know, because it created this this thing, this dynamic where men felt like they were weirdos like dude if we can't go up to somebody and say hey you're really beautiful that's a problem that is yeah. a real problem
0: yeah that we <laughs> dude well it's really into- it's all in the the book bu- have you been reading iron john
1: <laughs> so funny i literally downloaded the audiobook today yeah I mean, so funny iron john
0: up. robert bligh he really talks about this man and it's it's not a new thing mm. but this this cultural obsession with degrading the father mm. degrading the masculine mm. it go i mean from an american culture standpoint it goes back to the 30s with cartoons where the men were always bar- buffoons mm-hmm. and you see it in television and movies all the time mm-hmm. like in in netflix all of the men, like in, in Stranger Things, take that show as an example. All of the men are either not to be trusted, evil, have a really, are like bumbling buffoons, mm-hmm. or like Hopper, who's sort of the, he's sort of the hero, the, the ultimate masculine archetype. One of my actual favorite characters of all time, <laughs> but like to start the show, he's a fucking alcoholic pillhead uh-huh. who's also the <laughs> sheriff of this town. Right. And like the kids are all the heroes mm. and then the women are like doing anything that's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. And this is this is fucking old. Mm-hmm. Like this archetype has been going on for a long time. Mm. And you know, it's it's something that if we are going to get where we need to go as a civilization humans men it's really on us because like women women are going to like we need to change the narrative of showing up in our fucking divine masculinity which is being the mountain and also being connected to this super primal wildness That's necessary, that's Mm -hmm. really attractive to females, that allows women actually the opportunity to be in their feminine. Mm. Because now we've got a society where men have been culturally emasculated. And Mm. so the women are all walking around fucking locked in masculinity. Right, right. Because they need to be in charge. Yeah. And it's killing relationships. I know firsthand. Yeah. I've been there. Yeah. You know, and so like it's a it's a two way street, but it's a two way street because always it takes two to tango however, men like we really it's do or die for us of like we need to step the fuck up, right. yeah, and show it's not about like you know it's not about necessarily anything other than us doing it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because that will transform us. It's once again, you work on you, you work on yourself, the whole world changes. Right. You know what I mean? Because your relationship to women, you will come into rooms with women. I'm talking to the men. You'll come into rooms with women and they'll go, that's a man. I can be safe. I feel safe. I feel secure around that individual. Right. It'll just be how you stand. It'll be your fucking energy that's emanating out from you because you've gone inside and you've started to connect back to your divine masculinity, which is essentially tethered to this really interesting primitive wildness that's the bedrock of anything, which has to do with the development of your soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what I think is interesting. I don't know if that even made sense. It but.
1: does. Well, something that jumped out at me at that is that men are the spearhead of the of relationships. Women do not initiate relationships. Mm. How many times in your life has a woman initiated the contact? That does not happen. Yeah, that's that true. Does, that, that's happened maybe one in a thousand times in your life. Like, So if we create a culture back to your emasculation point, if we create a culture, which we have seem to have created or are in the process of creating, which is why we're doing this work and writing this of dismantling this, if we create a culture of emasculation, then we're not going to have relationships anymore because we're going to have men that won't approach women. And that's a problem that create, like you said, that creates a lot of angst in the females. Yeah. This isn't just the, this isn't just a male problem. This is a male and female. It's also not really just a heterosexual problem. I've had homosexuals talk to me about, you know, how ghosting has affected them as well getting into relationships. Mm. So, you know, this is something I feel like across the board we need to look at um, you know, I don't know what the homosexual dynamic is of male male, female female, how that all works and, you know, cultivating the, you know, masculine and feminine, I don't aspects of being together, but you know um, I think it's across the board in in this affecting people and how they're you know ish, initiating relationships and then keeping that keeping the relationship alive um yeah dude we're having there's way less people getting married, there's way less people having children, you know every person I meet that's in that's somewhere around my age. We're just like, dude. We don't know how to have kids. Like, I I don't have a house. I don't have a the economic, you know, the economic climate. I mean, there's just, you know, there's a lot going on in terms of relationships, and relationships seem to be the bedrock of human existence. So, I think it's
0: important stuff to talk about. You know, super important, dude. Super important. I mean
1: you know it's not really population uh it's not really that there's too many people there's gonna be not enough people at some point,
0: yeah, well, that's the interesting paradox of it because nobody's no, having kids
1: now, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> fewer and fewer people are having kids, yeah um so uh, and then I could well I know we I know you've got a role but. Well, yeah, I mean, what, what do you this think? Was, I think this was great. This yeah. was epic. I mean, yeah. I'm sure we'll have more conversations about yeah. this. Yeah. We, we could do another one after we release the book. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think it's great scratching the surface, especially as online dating as a portal into what's not working in our relationships, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like where, where do we really need yeah. to focus our attention, our energy as yeah. men, as women? Yeah. yeah. In cultivating really meaningful relationships, yeah. you know?
1: And like, you know, my mom says, our, our mom says about the relationship, she says, don't take, or about the dating apps, don't take it personally, you know, in, in terms of the ghosting. Like if it's, if it's affected you, like, you know. But then how can you not? I mean, what's the point of writing the book if we're not taking it personally? You know, I think it's both. But ultimately, I think the solution is, or one of the solutions is, is to look at it. It's more information. It's more information for your self-realization. Yeah. It's more information from God. Is this where I'm supposed to be? Oh, how did that feel being rejected? Oh, how did that feel rejecting somebody? How did that feel being ghosted? How did that feel ghosting somebody? Yeah. you know, like you were saying, How does it feel sleeping with somebody that I don't know? Uh-huh It's all information. Everything we come into contact with as far as I can tell seems to be just more information from God that is helping along our process in self realization
0: yeah, well, I think in something like this, if you're interesting of if you're interested in being of service to your life and humanity to a greater extent like taking it personally to the extent that you find a solution to this issue mm-hmm. you know what i mean to this disruption yeah it's great yeah. stuff brother okay cool love you, you man love you
1: oh so, thank bro. you
0: thank you brother all right y'all well you know what it is. This, we'll see y'all on the flip side. And the book the books
1: I think will be out August first, but if this comes out before then or after, we'll figure we it out. We could
0: time it up.
1: Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, bro. Yeah. Namaste. Rachel.
0: Namaste. Love y'all. Peace.